Do you guys have any irrational fears? <laughs> uh, does intimacy count? <laughs> I'll go first. I'm afraid that sometimes while I'm walking in a big open field or in a football field or whatever, someplace with uh, nothing grabbable, that gravity will stop and I will float away. Well, <laughs> if that were to happen, that means we're next to a black hole. So your life's over anyway, right? Let's say it's temporary, five minutes. And oh, if my you were God. out in a field, right. man, you float into the sky, gravity comes back, and guess what? I thought you're you were a science falling. boy. So if you're <laughs> if you're five minutes up in the air, depending on how quickly the gravity's pushing you, I yeah. you would have time to skydive towards some water at least <laughs> i also don't think the ocean's any safer and if gravity reversed will the ocean no. even be there anymore it'll float away too <laughs> oh you can just float into the ocean as it goes Whoa, down back into start swimming back to earth yeah. against gravity and drown well well just don't poke just holes try to in stay this on the, top <laughs> of the ocean yeah just butterfly on top of it man yeah, straight exactly. back to earth yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah, Gravity you're flips, you're just in a pool of water. That's not going to hurt you, you're fine. I, yeah, maybe you're good. So maybe the solution to skydiving is we should just fall in a big bubble of water. <laughs> yeah, let's get right on that technology. Just have a belt <laughs> that emits a big ball of water if you accidentally fall off something too hard. Either way, I think having this technology in real life would definitely ease my fear a little bit. <laughs> wow. Just have a parachute always. Yeah, just wear a parachute as a backpack, my man. That's true. What happened if I opened the parachute when gravity was reversed, though? Why would wait, 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 Caleb, Caleb? Why would you do that? I panic. Wait, Caleb, panic. jump, jump. Why would you do it? <laughs> because I don't, I don't want to fall into the space. <laughs> okay, so you pull your descent into space quicker. I, I think it would slow it, right? I don't know. Would Physics, it? Man. And shoot only works on the fact that air exists. If gravity were to flip, I believe the whole constitution of air is now fucked. I don't think parachutes are going to work the same in reverse. Hey, man, this is just like, it's a doofenshmirtz invention where he flips gravity in the local area. It's not ruining the whole earth, okay? He's just going to flip my gravity. What are we going to do today? I've made him my reverse gravity-inator. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna fuck up a random student on his way to class. Watch it. <laughs> Specifically while he's in a field. Okay, okay, I get where you're coming from, though. My irrational fear is, if I'm over open water, something is gonna fucking come and bite me. Like, it's almost a guarantee. You're afraid a squid a squid tentacle will come up, wrap around your ankle, and pull yep. you in? and it's fucking over. It's over, just like that. So I play the lottery with every second that I'm out over that deep Hey, if black you had nonsense. my water bubble technology, though, you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it cures both of ours. Squid tentacle comes around you, you just eject a ball of water around you, and you have a breathing mask now, so you're good. Brody, how could we solve your irrational fear with this new technology? <laughs> well, that's the problem. I don't have irrational fears, just rational ones. Well, give us a rational one that might be a little less rational to other people. Um, I don't like cotton balls. Cotton balls. <laughs> it's not a fear, I just don't like them. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's something that I don't like about them being pulled apart. Uh, it's, the, it's the fact that it's breaking so much and yet there's no sound. I don't like that. Makes me feel like I'm in space, <laughs> and then I can't breathe. <laughs> Genuinely don't like the the feel of them. Mm, it it makes my skin crawl a bit. Hey, Brody, I think your fear might be the most irrational. <laughs> <laughs> it's, again, it's not a fear. It's just I don't like them. We're learning lots today. <laughs>
Welcome to Anime Not Be For Everyone, your favorite show where we talk about anime. My name is Brody Esquire Morden. That's canon now, until someone <laughs> tells me otherwise. It's probably going to be a lawyer who tells you otherwise. <laughs> You're going to go to jail, bud. Bring it. I'm Caleb Morden. I do not like anime. And that is all I will say about myself. And I am the defense lawyer. I believe that them owning Brody's birth certificate is not admissible. <laughs> and I move to have it thrown out of this court. <laughs> I object! Brody, I've no, changed my mind. Good. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you got for us this week, Zach? <laughs> I just recently learned that I have two middle names, and the second one is a lot doper than the first one. Is it Black White? Is your name Zach Black White Brown? <laughs> what am I, bird shit? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So my uh, the middle name I've been going by for my whole life is Alan, but I re- recently found out that I also got a second middle name, thanks to my mom, which is a combination of her parents' names, Cheryl and Woody, which is Sherwood. So I'm actually Zachary Allen Sherwood Brown. You should just start going by Sherwood Brown, man. You sound like a yeah. detective. Yeah, that sounds like some like uh, like a, a writer's name. It rolls off the tongue for me. I I I don't know. Yeah, who wants to be Zach anymore? That's just gross. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> All right, Sherwood, what uh, what are you bringing for us today? The anime we have today is Bucky. Ooh. Name doesn't give you much. It doesn't. It's a heavy uh, fighting show. There's a lot of violence. <laughs> it's very focused on fighting. Just say that right now. Two in a row. Love yeah, it. man. So, uh, Bucky is a high schooler. Oh, Bucky's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Bakihanma. Uh, you can imagine him with like short brown hair. He's got like that chiseled jaw that everybody wants. And he is ripped beyond belief. I've said this before, but he's Tarzan and Superman put together. But with a little <laughs> extra angst. Why is Tarzan one of your, your uh, go-tos for uh, mostly men? <laughs> for some reason, I watched the VHS tape a lot as a kid. And something about that loincloth stuck with me, I guess. Yeah, the bulging muscles. <laughs> so why is he so ripped as a as a student? Wait, how old is he? High school? Yeah, we're going to say 17. He's very chill. He's very cool. And uh, we don't open up with a lot. He's just in class chilling. And he gets called to the principal's office. And uh, the principal is sitting in there. He's like, yeah. Usually I know what's going on in my high school, but for some reason, this very important financial man is here to see you, Becky. Very important financial man. That's <laughs> what I hope to be described as one day. Yeah, dude. The guy that owns like 30% of Tokyo is just like chilling there in the school. Right. And he sees Baki and he's like, hey, champ, how you doing? Baki's like, I told you not to call me that old man. And the principal freaks out a little bit. He's like, oh my god, you're being so disrespectful. But the old guy's like, it's fine, it's fine. Can I have a moment with your student, please? So they have a sit down. And he's like, how are your injuries healing up, my man? He's like, yeah, I'm doing fine. What are you here to talk to me about? I got school, bro. The financial man tells him that five extremely powerful convicts from all around the room 
Oh, damn it. I'm all around the room. They're all in here? Oh, no. <laughs> you better Son get out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ed's first episode, could they all just jump They them? just murder him immediately. <laughs> yep. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> no, they, they creep out of the shadows in the corner of the room. Ah! It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, five extremely powerful men who've all escaped from around the world. That's a little more distance, at least. (laughs) Uh, Yes, they are all on their way to Tokyo, which is where they are. So we get a flashback to the first guy, our first scary boy. He's, uh, I think he's in Azkaban, that that, uh, prison that's surrounded by water. Is Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, so Azkaban. Yeah, Azkaban, so, Azkaban, yeah, yeah, so Azkaban, right? As you were saying, Zach! <laughs> it starts with an A, right? It's Alcatraz. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. It's, I was so close. You were. <laughs> I, I like it much more that way. He was way. the prisoner of Alcatraz. <laughs> son of a bitch. So we have, like, a gigantic, I'm not even lying, like, a ten-foot man with the beard and hair of Santa Claus. But he's absolutely jacked like just ripped he's in a straight jacket how you picture santa claus (laughs) uh he's got a belly full of jelly but it sounds like he gets all those ho ho hoes (laughs) well what would mrs claus think about that she's one of the hoes (laughs) one of the hoes hey like and then the easter bunny all all i'm saying is if if he does oh anything God. that isn't nice in the show, which could be construed as naughty, I think he's 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 getting all his ho ho hoes and his jollies off, if you know what I'm saying. Wait, so who are his three hoes then? Let's just say the leprechaun has a much larger schlong than you'd think. <laughs> Is that the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? It's just a leprechaun with his dongs Ooh, hanging out. Could you imagine gold semen? <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, that's the endless gold supply. You just need to like continuously jack off this leprechaun. Oh, that's how it works. Oh, I wasn't going there. I'm oh, gonna no. rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what even better than that, though? Is if there was gold, but the leprechauns just lied to you? Just 60 more orgasms till your pot of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking freaky leprechaun. Okay, boys. Santa (laughs) is a scary man. Okay? Okay. They're bringing him to a noose. Uh, okay, this is his fucking execution. Does the noose have um, <laughs> mistletoe on it? Why? Why has it got to be Christmas themed? Because <laughs> he's Santa Claus. <laughs> I don't. If Santa Claus was being executed, I think it would be like yeah. blasphemy to hang him by the mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they put him in the rope, and right before they. Push the door to make him fall. They put on Mariah's Carey, Mariah Carey's <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> what would be the best Christmas song to be executed to? <laughs> I would go with just a classic Silent Night. I mean, yeah, I that's much. so dark, though. Uh, we could do um, Rudolph because it's like, hey, you were an asshole. Here's a song about it. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, You're finally useful to me, so help me, bitch. You're my property. <laughs> oh, shit! I nailed it! <laughs> <laughs> a little off-tempo, but yeah. Dear Bob <laughs> Tim, 
now that Santa Claus says it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to be hung, like for real. So he gets put up there. They release the door. Silent Night gets put on the boombox. <laughs> it's a boombox with, <laughs> no, with a cassette tape yep. in it. They yep. just click it in and press play. They even go as far to say in the show, like, it's the law to wait ten minutes with him, like, up there hanging before bringing oh. him down to declare the death. They let him down, and, uh, scarily enough, this man wakes the F up. Mm. He fucking bursts through the room, and, like, even with his arms bound, he's literally kicking guys in the face and, like, puncturing their brain with his big toe. And just, like... Fucking people up. I got it. You said this episode or this uh, show is a lot about fighting. Is this like gory fight scenes and stuff? Yeah, then? like it's absolutely. Really... Baki's known for like pretty brutal content. Have Have you seen this show, Brody? I'm I try to. Oh, okay. Too it brutal? was too much for me personally. Ah, but that's why it's good that Zach watched it. Yeah, then I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he like stands up after murdering all the guards. There's like one left. He's like, ugh. 11 minutes might have done it, if you don't mind. I'm on my way to Tokyo to taste defeat. <laughs> After they just tasted his feet? <laughs> oh, <shit>. Nice move. <laughs> Got it. My dad joke of the day. Thanks, Pops. <laughs> okay, so he wants to go to Tokyo to yep. be defeated, specifically? Yep, and he basically escapes Azkaban and starts swimming towards Tokyo. <laughs> So now we cut to an electrocution. Oh, so it's it's showing all of the inmates first, like how yes. they yeah. escaped? Okay. So the guy in the chair has a blindfold on. The guy running the show is a bit of a dick. He's like, really? Those are your final words? You want to taste defeat? <laughs> well, here you go. And then like fucking 10 seconds of a violent electrocution, man. He's vibrating. He's foaming at the mouth. He's bleeding from underneath his blindfold. It's fucking awful. Then he shuts off the machine. And sure enough, Buddy just bursts out of it. Beats the ever-loving shit out of him. It's... Oh, I still see it. (laughs) (laughs) The show scarred you. Yeah. (laughs) That's boding well. (laughs) Sure enough, like, the guy um, at the little electric machine, he keeps him alive. And he's like, tell anyone that cares. I'm on my way to Tokyo. All right, what's the next way you can kill somebody? So, <laughs> our next is a scary Russian boy who is actually being held in an old uh, Soviet missile silo. They would open up the ceiling every day for an hour to give him some sunlight. But in doing so, it actually rusted and degraded the shiny, sheer sides of the silo. And because he's got the fucking hand strength of a god, he was able to shove his little fingy tips into the grooves <laughs> and crawl his into fucking way out. Yes. <laughs> so he escapes into a snowstorm, finds a cabin. And he gets tetanus because he just <laughs> cut his fingers all over rust. <laughs> And he dies, and he's not a problem the rest of the show. And he's not even a problem. He's not part of the finale. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) There's a weird arc where he's slowly dying in a hospital somewhere. (laughs) It's really weird, but, you know. I should have got my shot. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I should have got my shot. Fuck. Oh, because he's Russian, yeah. (laughs) So, but when the security guards or prison guards finally get to the cabin, on the wall written in blood is like, off to Tokyo. I need to taste defeat. Our next guy is, like, one of the main boys. The scene's set up with, like, a security guard and a councilman, and the guard is instructing him to take everything off that could be used as a weapon. Absolutely everything. Going down the hallway to the cell, there's nobody in there. 
And, oh my god, the vent overhead him opens up, and a hand reaches down. He grabs the councilman's head and smashes it into the ceiling. And then you see the other hand reach into his mouth and rip out a gold tooth. Oh god. And then he disappears into the vents. And then, sure enough, it's like, where the fuck is he? Oh, it says the escape hatch been opened. But how did he open that without a key? He made it out of the tooth. <laughs> he literally pressed it into the shape of a key with his fingers. And then it turns out that this prison is a submarine. Oh. And they're all like, he's not going to survive. Like, how the fuck is he going to swim to the surface, right? And sure enough, he does it. The other guy held his breath for ten minutes, so this guy <laughs> could probably do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Our last guy is a well-mannered shorty. It turns out he's already in Tokyo. He's in one of those... He's in a really big, giant glass enclosure surrounded by another bigger metal room. And he's just got two guards watching him. And what this guy does, he stands up. He's all calm. He walks over to the side of his enclosure. He puts his palm on the glass. And he's able to, like suction cup it almost and create a vacuum and then rip his hand away so fast that it shatters the glass <laughs> what like an octopus yep he just suctions he rushes right over he shoves his fingers into the guy's ear and like just kills him and then snaps the other dude's back and then you see what he was writing in his cell is uh sorry to leave you boys so soon but i'm on my way to the capital to taste defeat <sighs> So they're all, like, possessed by something to go Something's taste happening. defeat. Taste yeah. some defeat. We call it the synchronicity. Whoa. Different events that have no link happening at the same time around the world. So we cut back to the principal's office, where the financial guy is still telling Baki, It's no co- coincidence. They're definitely coming to beat the champion of the last tournament. And Baki's like, huh. And the financial guy's like, aren't you scared at all? In the slightest? Back, he's just like, man, we'll see what happens. I'm not lying. He's pretty chill, guys. He's pretty chill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's five absolute serial killers coming after him, maybe? Yeah. Is it him? Is he the victor of the last tournament? Yes. And he's just cool with it? And he's a high school kid? He's the champ. And he's ridiculously strong. So, uh, we'll cut to, uh, some kids were trying to bully Baki the other day, and they failed. So they hired a bunch of tough guys to try and jump him. It's like some weirdo with a knife, some other guy with one of those like twisty ball chain things. It's not really <laughs> important. Back and fucks them all up. Why would you bully a dude who's so ripped like this? Who's yeah, the winner you... of a tournament? That doesn't seem well, like a good. Low key, he kept the tournament thing secret. Like oh. his fighting life and his school life are very separate. It's like Spider Man, but for UFC fighting. Sure. <laughs> Would you call UFC fighting, um, you know, punching people's heads off? I mean... When was the last UFC fight you watched there, Caleb? I don't know. (laughs) The good kind? (laughs) We already goofed on UFC the other episode. (laughs) That is true. This one seems a little more UFC, though. It's not so good. No, it doesn't! (laughs) This one, they're literally ripping each other's heads off. That's true. true. But there's gotta be rules in the ring, right? I, I'm not sure. Is is there a ring in this show? Or is it the just that tournament them, like... is just on the street? Oh! Is it, is it, wow, are they coming guys. for another tournament? Or is it because... They're jumping ahead so accurately. Stop it! <laughs> 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 okay. So, the bullies fucking hired guys totally fail to Baki. Baki's totally calm and not what. 
And then one of the bullies pulls out a gun. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to shoot you, Baki. What you going to do now? And Baki actually looks scared for Uh a second. He's like, yeah, I got you, man. I got you. But then it cuts to a figure standing behind the bully. And it's uh, it's actually the snub- submarine boy. Wait, we gotta la- we gotta label these guys. Here. We're, yeah, we're, I have him labeled here as Snatch. I hate that. <laughs> Might as well call him Poon at this point if you're gonna go with Snatch. <laughs> so Poon the Snatch says no. Okay, <laughs> Poon the Snatch. So Snatch turns the bully around and he's like, "Hey, man!" And the bully like points his gun at him. He's like, "Holy shit!" Because this guy's, like, two feet taller than both him and Baki. And Snatch is like, you gotta know that toy won't work on me. A gun won't work on him? What is he, made of stone? So the bully actually gives the gun over to him. And Snatch puts it to the side of his face, like where the cheek is, and shoots. And the bullet comes out the other cheek while he's smiling. And, like, steam and smoke comes out of his nose and mouth. And then he shoots fucking five more times. And then throws the gun down. He just looks at Baki and he's like, I'm looking for a fighter. He's a high schooler who lives around here. Know anything about that? After shooting himself in the face five times? (laughs) Yeah. Because he knows. He knows. And then the cops show up. He's like, I just wanted to introduce myself, boy. You better not disappoint me. (laughs) And then he just, like, books it. And the cops follow him. Why would he run away from the cops if he just shot himself five times in the head and it didn't affect him? He'd be... (laughs) He just wanted to make a show of it. He gets taken in by the cops just for ease sake so he has to place to chill and then throughout the series he just breaks in and out making the cops mad (laughs) (laughs) i love how in this world all bad people are locked up but the prisons are also useless yeah (laughs) against these type of people man yeah but like you'd think they would have like just kill them then like kill them and bury them under concrete like we have laws i'm not sure if they do They were literally trying to kill that one guy, and it didn't work. Goes to show. Goes to show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, 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 fair enough. Capital punishment should be easily administered. <laughs> Brody Morton. <laughs> yeah, you're an advocate now, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, like, if these people are literally punching people's faces off and killing people with their big toes... Maybe it's time for them to not be part of society. Yeah. <laughs> These are supervillain type characters, right? If yeah. these existed in real life, we would launch. Are people space. of the opinion that Thanos didn't deserve the death penalty? I mean, but if Tony Stark took Thanos and hung him, I think it might be different. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, because one, because because one was Thor cutting off his fucking head. That's true. It was decapitation. You should have aimed for the most painless method. Should aimed for my cock. You shouldn't have. Yeah, that would be a completely different story. Uh, it would have distracted him enough, and maybe they could have got the glove off. <laughs> Any hoozles. <laughs> so now we can cut back to Baki in gym class. He is a high schooler, after all. They're doing the fitness exam today. And Baki, in his little monologue, he's like, Now that I think about it, I've never actually had my limits tested. So he just does, he's doing like the beep test and stuff? Yeah, whatever <laughs> Japanese kids do. So for right. the first, uh, the first is uh, 100 meter. And he's like, I got this. All I got to do is go fast, right? <laughs> and like in an attempt to go fast, he kicks way too hard into the dirt and like just kind of falls over. And the teacher's like, you terrible Baki, what are you doing? 
Mm-hmm. And then we get to uh, the running long jump, and Baki doesn't really get how it's supposed to go. So he, like, runs up to the pit and then stops. And everybody around him is like, what are you doing, bro? You're supposed to jump. What the? Well, you got to jump now. Go, go. So he does just a standing leap and clears the entire pit, landing on the other side. And the teacher comes by and he's like, you didn't even get in the pit, Baki. How am I supposed to measure your distance? What are you doing? <laughs> this part's very anime. Yeah. This is like the typical montage you get with heroes and stuff who are just trying to figure out their powers. But you got it, buddy. Just, you got it. But <laughs> is he new? Does he have newfound powers, or what is this? What well, is he's he? always been this strong, but he's but never he just doesn't done know. this kind of nonsense. He's always just trained he's his muscles, punching. Yeah. So now we cut over to uh, the financial man that we knew before. He's meeting a new prospect for his tournament, and then uh, the Russian fella shows up and he just beats the ever-loving shit out of the new prospect he has this thing where he shoves his middle knuckle out from his extended fist so when he punches it like carves the flesh that he's punching almost like a really aggressive knife and when he punches people's faces like it completely messes them up. So this is just coming up with creative ways for people to die and get hurt <laughs> for the <laughs> most part. Yeah, different ways that a human could be superhuman without being superhuman. Yeah. Try to put it in a realm of realism while still being, <laughs> whoa, holy crap. I'm trying to figure out if what is the purpose? We're one paragraph away. Okay, cool, cool. Because I, I think that's what's I'm having a hard time getting hooked on this show. It just seems like a bunch of really strong people punching each other really hard. In the yeah, face. and like they're not even fully targeting Baki at this point. They're just kind of like going around causing a bit of havoc. Yeah, which like I, as long as in a in a paragraph, I understand why <laughs> I'm good. So the financial man, you know, knowing the prophecy, knowing that this is one of the convicts, he's like, "You come with me," and the Russian actually comes with him, and they head to his arena. When they show up, in the stands are the four other scary convicts, right? And they all descend into the arena. And the Russian guy is like, did you summon them? And the financial man has, like, this look on his face of, like, pure joy. He's like, no, no. They were drawn here like moths to a flame. Something in the blood on the floor. Something in the blood of all of you. And they're all staring at him. And he's like... Why are we here, old man? Why did I come here? And then Baki shows up at the top of the stands. And he walks down, too. He's like, hey, old man, can we wrap this up? I got school tomorrow. Ah. (laughs) And then a couple other colorful characters show up. There's three more, quote unquote, good guys that we'll get into. But he's just collecting these bad guys to make like a contest of champions. It wasn't him. It wasn't the financial man. No, it was just fucking the way how you the world said works. Voice, apparently, he, he sounded so <laughs> ominous, man. <laughs> right? But he's just trying to connect the dots in the spiritual world of why these things might be happening, and this is the most. And in this world, the spirits bring you together to fight and kill each other. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. Why would five Death Row inmates escape prison and head to Tokyo on the same day at the same time? Is this a tournament? Is this, yeah, is it a tournament? Half a paragraph away. (laughs) So they all talk. They all decide. They talk about how um, in the cab ride over, the Russian was like, you know, fights in the ring don't really mean for shit. 
It's real life fighting that determines a true warrior. Life or death, using the environment. This is a fight. So, the financial man gains all their attention, and he says, So all of you obviously want to kill each other. There's lots of fucking bad blood here. So I say there should be a little competition. The rules are as follows. Anywhere, anytime, any of the five convicts can take on any of the five, these guys. Heroes. <laughs> heroes, we'll call them. Yeah. These are the rules and they all agree. Because the five convicts want to taste defeat and the five good guys have a reason for revenge, essentially. A reason for revenge? Oh, because they've already created some chaos in there? Yeah, the four of them, I guess. And then Baki's just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> of course. The super It's super mundane for him because he's super powerful. This is a ongoing theme in some of these animes, right? Like you got Psyche it, man. K. It sells. It sells. <laughs> There's a weird amount of moving pieces in this show for being something that's all about fighting. I have to cut over a lot of backstory in this. Yeah, I didn't write. I tried to focus on Baki, but some of these moments were like, Jesus Christ, these men are terrifying. Well, like Santa Claus can see when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake, too. So, like, that's a really big power. He's got the edge. <laughs> yeah. So, the game idea this week is a little more abstract than normal and it's not necessarily a competition i don't know so the whole concept is that we each have a character and a trait and we have to interact with each other in this uh, setting or whatever and then try to figure out what the other per people are so we will be getting prompts because i can't know your guys's prompts so i had to get uh, my brother yeah. Stuart to write them up for us and send them out to us so it'll be a character character so oh, like wow. i could okay. be a cat who is in heat or something like that and just <laughs> by the way we gotta in we gotta interact with each other like we gotta try no! to figure out what the other people are okay so the goal is to make a fun Situation. collaborative situation yeah. where the underlying goal is to like sleuth out what the fuck are you talking why are you saying that exactly. yeah we have characters yeah, exactly. we have situations I mean, just we people... could just be at a party <laughs> to start yeah party party sounds great yeah with a situ like, could we have a situation so we could actually have dialogue and not just us being like uh this is my character um, we're at a party, and the pizzas come, but no one actually has cash on them. That works. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, whoever gets out first wins, I guess. So let's have an interaction. Let's do it. I'm sorry, but sadly I have no funds on me. After the dastardly deeds, I just committed. It appears I have become too inebriated by this alcohol. I will be unable to procure the funds for this edible arrangement. Would you like, perchance, an outlet, good sir, to charge your battery? Electricity is something that we do not require. I believe that somebody needs to take responsibility for this without having money to pay for this pizza. What are we going to do about this situation? I can take this to court! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Judge Brown, chill the fuck out. I am aware that your people may take gold as payment. I could procure some in an instant. 
Yes, gold. <laughs> Give me one billion dollars worth. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like this this guy has some intentions. Oh, I had intentions, and they came out to beautiful fruition. Sadly. My nourishment sack is going on empty. It would be nice if someone could procure the edible. Uh, I pull out a freeze ray, uh, (laughs) and I freeze the pizza deliverer. Okay, so he's stuck. The pizza's on me, home slices! And then I look at the the man I just froze, and a single tear comes down my face, because, you know, why didn't, why didn't no one stop this from happening? <laughs> I did not know you had this technology, too. I, I think this will be admissible in a, a court of I law. can return him to normal if you would not like to go to the jail. <laughs> to the jail? Honestly, though, I feel as though maybe I should. Why is no one stopping me? For fuck's sakes! <laughs> the entire... <laughs> You're the man with the sh- scary voice and the and the freeze so ray. Hey, man. I'm a little intimidated by you. To Lost be in a moment. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like that. I think I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna write that down. How can I write that rhyme though? Hello, fellow males. This female has asked me to procreate. I'm looking for advice. Um. <laughs> Does this female not realize you are but wires and circuits? I pinch my own flesh and show him the gushiness of my skin. <gasps> and I say, I'm just looking to, as you say, get a nut out. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You see a robot looking to get laid? <laughs> an android trying to get laid. Like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> he's, he's e- okay, wait, wait, wait. Is he, he's either a robot trying to get laid, or he's an alien life form who's come to planet Earth to get laid. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, <laughs> is that close enough? What's <laughs> I'll read it verbatim from my text. An alien control of a human body, trying to pass him some off as a normal human. Oh. <laughs> who are you, yes. Marodies? I'm a supervillain who actually successfully destroyed a city, but it's a bit emotionally scared, uh, uh, scarred because he always expected someone to foil his plan. <laughs> oh. Oh. My role did not fit me very well, and I was constantly trying to brainstorm how to do this. I was a lawyer, but I wanted to be a poet. <laughs> And let me tell you guys, I thought of poetry that entire time, and all I was thinking of was how to make a roses are red, violets are blue poem, and I couldn't even do it. I am so artistically inept. Uh (laughs) Let's go on to the next round. We set. All right, what's the scenario this time? Who wants to come up with it? A club. A club. But But it's right at 2 a.m., and everyone's getting cut off. It's closing time. Is that your? Is that the club music, Brody? That's the club music. I like yeah. it. I like drum and bass. Can we do more of a? I'll tell you what. I'll add some club music in here, so we don't have to do our own. Wow, guys, this party's great! I'm having a great time. I I believe this party is great. I love dancing to music and stuff. <laughs> I find this person annoying. <laughs> Wow, is that just because my hair color's purple? So wait, why does nobody play my songs anymore? <laughs> oh no. I'm just saying, I had some bangers, and I d- really don't get what I did wrong. 
I look longingly at my glass, my cup, and it still has some drink in it, but the music is stopping in the club, and I, I look like I slowly start to frown. So you're an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say alcohol is my muse, but <laughs> most people don't like to talk about my, what my muse is, so I'm just going to keep a seat. Is your muse my beautiful purple hair? Unlike any hair you've ever seen, all you plebeians and your normal blonde, brown, or brunette, you <laughs> bitches. I'm, I'm sorry, honey, but all you need to shine in this world is a red leather jacket and a real fun dance. And purple hair! <laughs> I am going to remove myself from this situation. Are you a robot, <laughs> I do not know how to feel about this situation. Uh, uh... Uh, You're an android learning from... things for the first time is experiencing the world for the first time. What kind of things? Um, partying. <laughs> Let's just say if there was a moon, I could walk on it. Oh, you're... Let's just say that uh, <laughs> I've known a girl named Billy, and I've known a girl named Jean, and I did not love her. <laughs> She's just a girl that says that you're... The one. Hey, you know it. But the kid is not my son. Oh, shit. So you haven't heard that in years? Really? This is your Michael Jackson? <laughs> Wait, all right, Zach. So are you Michael Jackson who doesn't realize he's dead? Well, that was quick. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was spot on. Holy shit. Nice. <laughs> What's mine, guys? You're a person who has purple hair and won't stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm an anime protagonist. The only thing that separates me from normal people is the color of my hair. Oh. How the fuck am I supposed to roleplay that? <laughs> That's a little tough. That's tough. I was a robot who was discovering that I have emotions. Oh, you didn't get into that. I oh, know. Alright, I'm gonna give a scenario for this one then. How about we spice it up a little bit? Let's make this a little anime. The three of us are walking down the street and then... A supervillain comes down from the sky, and we have mm. to try to team up together. I would like using our... Whatever our traits, traits are. <laughs> uh, I look up into uh, at the bad guy who's slowly coming uh, to the ground, and I, I uh, pull from inside my cloak a bare hand, and that bare hand starts to glow with powers. And I say, holy unrealistic power of godly force, attack! <laughs> uh, and I shoot a small beam that misses the uh, the bad guy completely. Wow. Nice. I look and go, that was impressive. And then I, I try, I hold both of my hands out in front of me and shake them ever so slightly. And nothing happens. And I go, oh, well, okay. That's all right, friendo! I put my hand on your shoulder and I say, Regenerative power of regeneration, Ultra 3! <laughs> I didn't really need healing, but uh, th th thanks, I guess. You're welcome! I lean back against the fence on the side of the alleyway. I look at you two, I look at the thing coming down, and I'm like, not again. <laughs> I pull out my cell phone and start, like, scrolling through my contacts, and I pick up the phone and go, uh, Dad, I, I think I need you. <laughs> and I start crying for my mommy. But I'm not going to imitate that right now, don't worry. No, please. Round out the character. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mom. Now that the uh, villain is now nearing the ground, I kick off my shoes. 
uh, and, I, and I feel the ground beneath my bare feet. I kind of crunch my uh, my toes up, and I can feel it. Um, and then I'm like, super ultra mega flip flop kick of death. Is Brody a guy who announces every action that he does as some yeah. major power move? <laughs> Brody is an anime protagonist that attacks with extreme power and needs to announce it. everything he does. <laughs> so, the guy who's really bad at naming his awesome anime moves and powers. I think they were pretty good names, Brody, so... Well, whatever. <laughs> I just had to, like, make them super extra, and yeah. just, I don't know. I was a person whose parents were superheroes, but I hadn't gotten my powers yet. Aww. What were you? I was just a regular-ass dude who's, like, been on the military space force for decades like fighting off aliens <laughs> thought it was gonna be fucking dope but we ended too quickly <laughs> got him well you guys guessed mine i don't know why you got you gave away your two yeah we figured out you were all my <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> but i just don't understand why the two of you gave, gave i don't away. know there's still the game is still going i on. forgot i'm already <laughs> out <laughs> This week, sponsored by The Taste of Defeat. You want to have somebody come over to your house and finally beat you in Catan? Because <laughs> you're so good at getting that longest road, you piece of shit. Well, we got your back at Zach's Shop of Fucking Enemies. Phrasing, phrasing, Zach's <laughs> Shop of Fucking Enemies. Oh, God, no. Zach... <laughs> Oh, oh God! A brothel at uh, this point. We lost the plot. Oopsie doopsie. That's my side business. Uh, that's a separate ad. That's. <laughs> I just envisioned like enemies. <laughs> it literally is just like all the villains and heroes from like all time just finally come to terms with like they want to bone each other. Like let's be honest, Batman, the Joker, they want to bone. Neither of them know love. Yeah, man. You gotta have sex with your enemies. Yeah, it's the only way to, like, you know, finish what you started. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Alright, so... What are we what really are we sponsored s- by? <laughs> what are we selling here? No, I'm trying to sell... Like, a guy that'll come and do whatever the hell you want. Sorry, phrasing. <laughs> a guy that will come and do whatever you want. This guy who will come on whatever you want. Is that better? Is that better? No, it's worse! <laughs> it's worse! I want it to be a guy that comes to your house and makes you feel like shit. A service. It's like a subscription service. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel I'm really mm. good at Smash Bros. I'm a Smash Bro mm. god, right? But sometimes I feel like I win too fucking much, too fast, too easily. I wish I had some kind of service I could call to have a guy come to my house, play with me on land mode so it's not online, it's fucking brain instead of internet, and let's go to town. And he fucking bests me with just, like, this little much <laughs> room for maybe... I could beat him. It's more about the service of having somebody come beat you in what you're good at. Oh, wait, wait, okay, okay, wait. They need to beat me at something that I'm good at. Yeah, um, let's see. Let's see them beat me at sex. What's up, lady? Yeah, you're just competing <laughs> side by side with this dude that you just hired. <laughs> 
It's a girl and a guy pair. And they come, and they lay beside you while you have smacks with your lady. And they're like, wow, you suck at this. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps looking over at you, staring you in the eyes, like, are you, really? That's what you're doing? All right. Uh, <laughs> and then goes back to what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to finish this early? Really? Hmm. Huh. Wow. I guess. Uh, thought you'd at least yeah. go for five minutes, but. I guess you guys could go make some coffee. <laughs> yeah, you can leave your wife here if you want. No, okay, no, that's not part of the deal. What else could these people beat you at that you're mundanely good at? Just a, a married couple who's like super good at being married and they're constantly judging your relationship. You come home from work and like they've already cooked dinner and it's <laughs> like <laughs> And they thank each other? That's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's nutty. Maybe we should be a little better, honey. Like honestly, I've taken you for granted. Exactly. Maybe we should be a little better. This product you know, this would is, work. <laughs> this is this is coming together. It's already here, helped boys. us in bed and in Smash Bros, and now it'll help us in marriage and love. So I think we kind of need a a name for it to make it more marketable. You got? He's got any ideas? Have you heard of on a high horse? Have you heard of too big for your britches? Introducing Humbler. A Humbler. subsidiary of Bumble. And, and Tumblr. Humble Bundle. And Tumblr. Humble and Tumblr. A humble Bundle Tumblr. Bumble. Humbler will take your greatest trait and humble you to excellence. Wow, golly, Frank. You've really did a great job in that line. Yeah, but I know it could be better. Introducing Humbler. Humbler will go and mow your neighbor's lawn 150% better than your lawn. They'll put those stripes in it that you really like in a lawn. <laughs> the 45-degree stripes that oh, seemingly man, never end. I can't get sleep whenever I look at Todd's grass. It's so good. Thank you, Humbler. <laughs> So the point is, a guy comes to your fucking house, he fucking bests you in something that you like, and it makes you better at it because you want to be better so than fucking this fucking great. Guy. It gives you a defeat. It gives you a defeat. That's the tie-in. Yeah. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> oh. What's the second half of the show? <laughs> okay. So you ready for a fucking twist? Uh. You ready for a friggin' twist? Are they going to get defeat? We are introduced to Kazue. Kazue is... Baki's landlady's daughter. Turns out they're pretty sweet on each other. This is the twist that there's a romance involved in this gory, gory well, I show. Assume she's also going to be stupid strong. Oh, is she going to be ripped? Is that not. Can you stop doing that, guys? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It just this sounds like the most cookie cutter anime ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's not strong. There's no romance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Random girl. Continue. <laughs> We'll pretend we don't see it coming a mile away. It's okay. Hey, it's all right, bud. Yeah, you keep yeah, going. Keep going. I'll just sit here and uh, Yeah, we'll like... tell the story now. All right, yeah, so Causeway yeah, and... Back so he kills he... everyone up until Causeway shows up, and then Causeway's <laughs> like, actually, I'm strong oh. too. And they fight each other, and then they have a stalemate uh, where he actually yeah. backs down because he doesn't want to kill the girl he loves. Oh. And then they have hot sex. <laughs> wow. And then he kills oh her after, God. like a praying mantis. That's like fucking... 80% accurate. That's kind of nice. <laughs> but now I'm going to tell you about the 20% that you didn't get, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're on their first date. All right, it's very chill. Is she ripped? What does she look like? She just I feel like has she's busty. medium black hair. 
You know, she's only rocking them bees. She's slim Asian feminine women. <laughs> she is as plain Jane as they come. All right. So Backy and uh, Causeway are having a date. Date, and it's cute. And she's very it's plain super looking. It's cute. He's like, uh, what the hell is that? I don't know. Brody, can you uh, like hone in real quick? screaming in the background. What the heck? I was, I was giggling. Oh. Wait, is there some, something that happened outside? No, that was definitely your laugh now that I think about it, but it sounded like screeching. It sounded like seven kids on a roller coaster going down. Yeah, the- it really did. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That was just you laughing? I'm going to isolate that sound and just play wow. it, dude. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, I've I literally thought you there. pulled out your phone and, and like watching looked some up Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> or something. Wow. All right. We've sidetracked again. <laughs> like, this date isn't even that nutty. Like, honestly. Is it a good date? It's just a first date, right? Right. Like, the landlady's daughter's like, why didn't you ask me out earlier? And Becky's like, I don't know, man. I've wanted to. <laughs> Since the day I met you. This is the only thing he's actually showed interest in so far. So far. Even though there's a tournament of criminals who want to try to kill him in the real world. He's still pretty chill about it. <laughs> but this, this, <laughs> this girl. Yeah. So she's like, uh, things come pretty easily. Don't you? Don't. Shit. Things come. <laughs> <laughs> things come. Things come. <laughs> Don't you dare leave that in. Don't you dare. You son of a beast. Don't you dare. It's so good, though. Oh, no. You've had a couple of these Freudian slips this episode. We're taking a look right inside that brain of yours. Oh, it's too good. All right, all right. They have a date. It's mad. They're happy with it. Uh... He's like, I've wanted to date you since the day I met you. She says, things come pretty easily to you, don't they? And that sentence sucks. I wrote it poorly. And that's... Every, every, every time you have the word come in this episode, it's worded poorly. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Okay, okay, Zach, I'm sorry. Continue, I'll shut the fuck up. I promise. Things come pretty easily to you, don't they, she says. It's supposed to be cute. It's supposed to be just a four-second cute, but how did this happen? Okay. (laughs) Oopsie doopsie. Should I just skip it? Like, Uh, (laughs) Honestly, if there's there's no big outcome out of it. They're cute. It's cool. The point is, they're really cute, and they're really close, and they really like each other a lot. And she loves how easily he comes. <laughs> She's really just impressed by how easily he comes. Yeah. <laughs> You've successfully deleted the alley scene. There will now be no alley scene with them. We're moving straight up, straight on. Yeah, they're already on third base. We're fine. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. So their date was fun. They had some dinner. They had some freaking shopping. Oh, I hate you both. Is there... Uh, wait. What? What? This is a legit question. So there was an episode okay. where he did, like, track and field. And now there's an episode where he's, like, 
dating a girl like is there like some down-to-earth like normalcy to this show in these ones or is it always like being cut up with random violence and killing quite honestly i'm trying to interject the 80 percent killing and violence with the normal Baki's <laughs> yeah. normal scenes right We've got to focus on that a little more, yeah. Yes. And we have taken that. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> took that from me and you wrenched it from my hands. Get back to the killing, Zach. What's going on? <laughs> oh, fabulous. So they're walking. So I assume the- on their date, he doesn't realize that she's <laughs> wrong, right? There's like none of that, like, oh, wow, you cut your steak in one slice kind of thing. Is it a secret identity to that degree? This dude's freaking ripped. How do you hide that? Oh, you were so close. So they're walking through the park, it's dark, it's moonlit, and it's beautiful. Ah, Baki's feeling those teenage hormones, and he reaches his hand to grab Kazuo's. She whimpers in anime fashion. He releases. He's like, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, it just hurt a little. And Baki looks almost a little heartbroken. He's like, oh... I'm too much of a strong boy for her. <laughs> I knew I knew it wouldn't work out. But then Kazuo grabs his hand. She f- it's like, you know, his hand is twice the size of her hand, you know, anime, right? <laughs> so she slips it in and just holds onto his fingers like gently. And then they interlock and they walk into the night. But then someone's watching them. <sighs> it's Snatch. <laughs> I still can't get behind this dude's name. <laughs> His makeshift name. This man is gonna is gonna s- snatch up this girl on the date before um, Baki gets some of that snatch. Wow. Let's hope not. <laughs> so a real good bit is like they're still in the park, they're still getting watched, and uh, Baki goes in for a passionate kiss, right? And they're kissing. Their eyes are closed, and then snatch appears right behind Kazuo and he's looking down on them and then he sees that Baki's eyes are open and he's staring daggers <laughs> right up at Snatch mid kiss <laughs> okay and then she opens her eyes and goes what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> no she's encased in love currently right okay so this actually like um Causes Snatch to falter a little bit. He's like, oh, fucking shit, man. Like, whoa. <laughs> I better sit and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting good. <laughs> I can't interrupt it now. Uh, it's my go somewhere. Okay. <laughs> All right. They don't call me Snatch for nothing. And uh, uh, now for a speed run. <laughs> speed it. Boom! Just like nothing. One of the good guys from the uh, from our good team swoops in and fucking grabs the face of Snatch and bursts away. Kazuo's <laughs> eyes open from the kiss, and she's like, wow, it's so peaceful here. It's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> bursts over to Snatch, and we're going to call him Thong Man, because he rips man. off his toga, and he's just got a thong made of rope. <laughs> and he is fucking built. He's nutty. They have a savage fucking fight. I just googled Baki Thong guy, and Google gave me no results, so. <laughs> well, let me try and find one for you, then. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, you want me to no, find no, you? No, no, I don't want to see the Thong guy. No, 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 no. see the Thong guy, man. Obviously, you wanted to, because you searched for it, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm wishing I didn't just search for that, too. Oh, what'd you find? You find it? No, I just a bunch of dudes in thongs. <laughs> <laughs> 
keep you going on your speed run. I don't want to derail anymore. So it looks like Snatch is going to lose. And then he, like, whips around and shoves a whole bunch of bullets in Thong Guy's fucking mouth. And then uppercuts him. And it sets off all the fire powder and just... And puts him on the ground. Like, he's obviously dead, right? But no. Just his cheeks got blown out. (laughs) He's a fucking nutter butter. He's crazy. What's with the show in cheeks? The last guy shot himself in the cheeks? What the heck? Well, this is maybe a callback, right? Like, you can shoot yourself in the cheek, but I can have my entire cheeks blowed away. <laughs> and I'm still okay. What's the deal with this man's shoulders? Oh, did you find him? Did you find, did you find him? Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that there is more cloth than rope. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's my yeah, sense. The rope is around <laughs> the waist, and then there's a hefty cloth around. Yeah, yeah, it looks like some thick fibers. All right, I'm okay with that. Let's go. Thong man beats him. He gets him in a cop car. They go to jail. And this is all happening while Baki is kissing a girl in the park. Yep. <laughs> Thankfully, this guy showed up. Yeah, thank God. Because Baki gets to get to second base, you know? Nice. <laughs> Ooh. So, so, we haven't even seen Baki fight, have we? Not really, man. So he's just, like, so confident, but, like, everybody else is just doing the fighting around him? Pretty much. It's like, we don't want to reveal our main character's one-punch man strength. Mm. We only want to give it out in little bursts, because that's how you keep him interested, right? Let him kiss the girl. Somebody else can mm-hmm. do the fighting for him, yeah. So, uh, we're gonna cut ahead a little bit to, uh, Baki is getting chewed out in class, right? His teacher's all like, hey, Baki, you can't be sleeping in class, man. Yeah, the muscles might might work right now, but, uh, you know, the world runs on the brain, right? You gotta fucking learn stuff. You can't just, like, jump yourself through a three-story window. You gotta go up the stairs. <laughs> And then the fucking guy who got electrocuted burst through the three-story window, a la anime. And he's like, was I supposed to take the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> and Baki kicks a desk at him. And then not wanting to deal with, uh, you know, he doesn't want to mix school and martial arts, right? He jumps out the window and deeps. He's like, no, not today, bro. The guy, like, picked up a protractor. And he's, like, spinning it around real scarily, too. Spinning a protractor scarily? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I'm not saying the right thing. (laughs) It's the thing that makes circles. What is that? Uh, Okay, so a protractor is the piece of plastic that tells you angles, Yeah, the little semicircle, yeah. Yeah. So what is the, like... The one where you pen-sized piece of metal with a small point that you can use to make circles. The mapping thing? I think it's called a compass. No, guys. You use it to draw circles. Yeah, often used for mapping things out. No, you never draw circles on maps. Why would you do that? You draw draw circles on maps all the time. (laughs) No, what? (laughs) Like the criminal could be in this region. Yeah, Brody, I get what you say. You can set it to different lengths and you can chart distances. and that's Just every time I've seen it in any media, it's usually right beside a pirate map. (laughs) And it's called a compass. I looked it up. It is a compass. Huh. Then Weird. what the... I hate English. <laughs> it's not the kind that tells you the directions. Anyway, this guy's spinning a pen compass. <laughs> yeah, but back he ditches. It doesn't matter. Ah, oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. Now he's walking through the gardens of the school, and uh, there's a gardener there. He's like, hey, what's up, man? The guy's like, not much. Bye-bye! It turns out to be the fifth of the bad guys. It's that mm-hmm. short guy. 
that liked vacuums with his hands. That becomes important because later they have a cool vacuum thing. <laughs> but <laughs> he's he's spinning his blades. He's got sickles on the end of ropes. <laughs> and he's just spinning them like a nutty butter. Oh my god, what's happening? You're saying nutter butter so much that it's becoming different words completely. Well, you've just been saying nut a lot. But I think it's because you try not to words to use cum. <laughs> but you're using the word nut. Yeah, again. maybe I've been conditioned from the beginning. I think you should start saying he's a little cummy butter. <laughs> yeah, he's a little cummy butter. And <laughs> gross. My god. So gross. Yeah. So his uh, hands are slick with gummy butter no! while he's spinning these ropes with scythes at the end of them. And then he kind of slips his arms out of his t-shirt, his, his button-down t-shirt that's open at this point. And the guy swings his scythe at him from the side. And Baki is able to lower himself to the ground instantly so that the scythe pierces the shirt only. And then when he, the scythe guy brings it back to start spinning again, it's got a whole bunch of extra velocity or resistance because it's got the shirt on it and it's no longer a usable weapon. <laughs> and like the guy respects that and kind of like throws it to the side. And he's like, okay, okay, all right. So that guy runs away. There's a lot of fights going on everywhere. People are hurting each other. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we recenter with a little bit more backy and Kazuo? A little bit more mushy gushy. How about? Yeah? Sure. Yeah, that work? Okay. They're sitting on a bench. It's kind of nighttime. And uh, she says something along the lines of, uh, I'm scared we're spending too much time together. I'm, I'm scared you'll get bored of me. And he's like, trust me, that's not a problem. I'm just worried about what might happen. We're seeing that Baki's a little bit concerned about, you know, there's five fucking people coming to kill him at any time in his life. The superhero syndrome where, like, your loved ones could get uh, killed in the, in the wake, right? Yeah, yeah. So she says, whatever's going on, you know, I'll be there for you, right? And uh, back he kind of lets loose. He, uh, uh, he is 17, but he, he goes right for the kiss immediately. And you kind of feel it. We haven't seen Baki have any other kind of support systems up until now. Does he not have parents or anything? <laughs> so they walk into the night and guess who's watching them? It's Baki's father. Oh my goodness. So my parent question is very timely. What the heck? You were holy shit on time, buddy. <laughs> I was like, you're ignoring my question? What the heck? <laughs> so did you know that Baki's father is the strongest man on earth? I didn't because you haven't told me. <laughs> He's never lost a fight. Uh-oh. Yeah. So they stop outside of her house and... uh he desperately, he's thinking, I want to come up there. I want to come up there with you. But, uh, you know, they're both little kids and they don't know how to say what they want. And she r goes into the house and he stands on the stands on the side of the road, wondering of what could be. Kazue comes, goes up to her room. She changes into a tank top and shorts. You know, she's looking less plain now, you jerks. Girls shouldn't be classified as plain. <laughs> you said she was plain. <laughs> I did not use that word once. <laughs> you said she looked like a plane, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure you, the exact word you said is she looks like an F-150. Yeah. Or a Boeing. What, what's the word? F-150's a truck. But <laughs> yeah, no, the Boeing. 747. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure, that's generally yeah. a thick plane. Yeah, so. she's a thick plane. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Okay. <laughs> okay. 
She's uh she's laying on her bed. She's begging for Baki to, you know, Come. knock on the door. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got me thinking about it. No, that's not good. You know, and uh she hears a knock on her window. Okay. She gets so excited. She moves over to the window, she opens it up. There's no one there. She suddenly feels cold. She's about to get kidnapped. She turns around, and the Russian is there. He puts his hand on her mouth and says, Don't you make a sound. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just here to wait. And she says, I know you're not here to hurt me. I believe that you will hurt me if I make a sound. I believe you might kill me. But I also believe in someone else. <laughs> and Baki bursts through the window! And punches the living shit out of him right into the wall. Cascading the entirety of it into broken drywall that will cost a thousand dollars at most. <laughs> He didn't listen to his teacher, and he didn't take the stairs. The heck, man. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that teacher. <laughs> they have a, like, you know, tiny spirited battle where Baki is completely in charge. He's like, you should have never entered this house. You're dead. So he eventually throws the Russian out of the window, and he hops outside. And Kazuo's like, are you sure you want to do this? He's like... It's okay, babe. Let's take a second. He hops down on the street and goes over to the body, and it's just a trench coat. And he hears a scream of Kazuo. He jumps back inside, and she's gone. And that's actually the end of season one, my guys. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. She gets snatched, but not even by snatch. <laughs> yeah, it ends on quite a cliffhanger. There's so much more to watch. And I really look forward to doing the next part because yeah, I don't know. How'd you guys feel? It's a you, it's a lot of was it? a lot of punching. I feel like it'd be a lot more visual of a show in a way. Yeah, it's it's a ton more visual. You want to love the gore. Yeah, I tried to I tried to put a little more you know emphasis on little Backy and what he's doing. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, there's a reason I didn't finish the show. I'm glad you're enjoying it though. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you pick it up easily, Brody? Uh because I felt like the plot was a bit scattered. But oh yeah. Because after all this, I'm still not entirely sure what the point is. Yeah. There's a, a tournament that doesn't actually exist, but exists because people say it does. <laughs> yeah. It just, that boggles my mind a little bit. And like the, the characters sound really cool and stuff. And like, that's, I'm super glad you're enjoying it because then we can do the next season as well and see where it goes from there. Okay. Uh, well. This is the end. <laughs> This is the bit where Caleb begs you. I'm going to do some begging. I'm going to do a little bit different begging this time. Uh, We have some people who are following us now, which is pretty cool. So I I would ask that uh, you guys leave leave us a review or a comment or something on on the Apple Podcast Store or or wherever you listen to us. That'd be really, really helpful and get us out there and more people could listen to us if we had that kind of show. Just a sentence. Give me that little dopamine. Even if you just, just say word for word, these guys are pretty neat, then that would be good. So... (laughs) Oh my god. And we get six comments. These guys are pretty neat. <laughs> exactly. Is that what you want? Also, Is check out our want? Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. We're actually posting some stuff on there. It's pretty cool. Uh, we're going to build a community one person at a time. You could be the first. <laughs> you could be the first. Brody, who does our song? Oh, yeah. So, um,. Great uh, group of kids. They're uh, I could just say they're good kids because that's the name of their band. <laughs> they let us use their music. 
Um, we use Down With The King, which is a song about Donkey Kong. If you listen to the lyrics, it's pretty funny, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, they have lots of great music. Go check them out. Go support them. Buy their merch. Do whatever you can. You know, right. We're not telling you to love them, but if you don't, you're wrong, and I don't approve. All right. Uh, uh, Zach, is there a last uh, quote? And one that preferably doesn't have the word come in it, because that'd be nice. Or has, like, come and snatch. Both. Yeah, both of them. All right, the financial man is standing in fr- in the arena with everybody and is like, There's an arena? <laughs> yes, there's an arena. That's where they all met, but they don't fight in Okay, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense, but okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Brody's You're good. still processing it all. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> all right, what's he saying? It looks like you all have come. <laughs> what? <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Remember, the anime not be for everyone. It might not be, but. <laughs>